we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. Okay, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuck, Ricans? What the fuck, Canadians? Whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, it's all good. I'm, I'm into it. I can't. I can't list them all because there are hundreds. I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. I know you can tell from my voice. I'm trying to fix it. I'm a little scratchy. I'm a little stuffed up. I've neti potted. I've run water, hot water from one nostril to the other. I've taken pills. I've sprayed shit into my head. I've done everything I can to try to deny the fact that I have congestion in my face. So bear with me. And bear with me through this, too, because we've got a little business to take care of, but I think this is going to be exciting for you. We've got some big news about the WTF archives. A lot of people who are new to WTF are asking, where can we get these old shows? These shows we read about, all these other shows that we can't get on the iTunes or on the uh, on the server there. Well, now is your chance. For the month of March, our 99-cent app is available for free. Now that, let me just tell you what you get. With the free app, you get instant access to the most recent episodes of WTF, and then you can upgrade your app to get all the past episodes of WTF and bonus content, which I'm thinking of creating right now. Uh, Some of you don't have iPhones, I understand. Some of you don't have Android phones, I get it. And you've been asking how you can get access to the archives. Well, now that is answered right here. Uh, We have a WTF premium account that allows you to stream all of the past episodes to your computer. How's that for you if you're sitting at work trying to look like you're working but don't want to want to listen to all the old WTFs? You can go to WTFpod.com, click on the Get the Podcast button, then click the No iTunes link, and you'll be taken to the premium sign-up page. And that means you'll be able to stream all of the content that you can get on the apps right at your computer. Dig it. And if you just want certain episodes, we've done, we're, we're starting to get those up too. Uh, we've begun making those available. You can write, you can go to WTFpodshop.com uh, or to iTunes to get our five bonus live WTS plus the Robin Williams episode and the two part Carlos Mencia episode. So just search WTF Premium on iTunes and you'll find all of those episodes. Or you can go to WTFpodshop.com and make an account. So let me just recap. I, I apologize, but this is important information to fans of the show. The WTF app is free for the month of March. Once you get it, you can upgrade and get every past episode. Or you can get every past episode streaming on your desktop with the WTF Premium account. And that means you go to WTFpod.com and click the Get Podcast, No iTunes. For individual episodes, go to WTFpodshop. Dot com or search WTF Premium on iTunes. Now let's talk about me. I know a lot of people are talking about Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I, I quite honestly, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's, uh, it's a bit disturbing. It's a bit sad. I think that he is volunteering himself in what I see as a manic episode to, uh, to draw attention to himself, which is fine. And of course, the media is feeding on this because there's a frenzy around the excitement. But I, I feel bad because I know eventually whatever is happening with him, he's going to crash down. But I got to be honest with you, having grown up with a manic in my life, I, I envy the clarity and excitement uh, Mr. Sheen is feeling as he completely disintegrates everything around him. You know, whatever power he has, whatever he's winning, whatever Adonis DNA he might have, whatever whatever wizardry he is summoning, 
At this point, he is using it to destroy everything around him and celebrate it with a type of confidence that can only come from just unmedicated, pure mania. And I tell you, man, that is the best fucking high available. Utterly destructive, does not need any provocation from uh, substances, just a natural turning of the tide of the brain chemistry. And oh my God, where's my fucking cape? Where's my cape? Because I could fly. I could do anything. He's like Icarus. Charlie Sheen is the modern tale of Icarus. Wings crafted by his father. That he flies to get out of Crete, to get out of everything. Charlie Sheen will get too close to the sun. And I don't see this story as ending any other way, but in a sad way, one way or the other. My heart goes out to him. I know that he would step on it and spit on it and say, I don't fucking need your heart right now. God damn it, I am winning. But my heart goes out to him. We've got uh, Amy Schumer on the show today, which is excellent. She's charming, she's lovely, she's pretty, and she's fucking uh, hilarious. And uh, it was great to talk to her. Now, obviously, I've got a little bit of a cold. And obviously, that means I had to go into the drawer where all the medicine was. That's what I did. I went to the drawer where all the medicine was. Now, I don't know who you are, but who I am is a guy that keeps medicine clearly for much longer than it is supposed to be kept. I'm going through boxes of medicine that is dated, expired in 2003. Are you fucking kidding me? And here was the saddest part about me going through medicine. Because part of me thinks, like, how bad could it get? What's going to happen to it? doesn't get moldy. It doesn't, you know, what's it going to do? Is it going to be antithetical to medicine? Am I going to take it? Is my cold going to get worse? I don't fucking know. But then someone told me that what happens is it loses its effectiveness. Now, the weird part about this medicine drawer is that I haven't really cleaned up a lot of shit since my divorce. Now, I know I haven't been talking about this much, and I know it's, uh, I, I know that people say, dude, you should be over it. Dude, you know, there's a, there's a time limit to this. Well, I got an answer to you, dude. Look, fucking broken heart is a life-defining thing. And, you know, it goes when it goes. It happens when it happens. Sometimes you're not willing to let go of shit. Now, obviously, I've gotten through a lot of it, but I was surprised at the emotions that were drawn out of me going through the medicine drawer. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I can understand if I was going through a photo album and go, oh, that's us there and that's us here. Look, this is us fighting right after that fight there. This is right after I yelled at her here. But I'm going through the medicine drawer and I found, I don't even know what, why I bought it or who bought it, but it's Senecot. It's a laxative. You guys know that, but it's in Spanish. So it says laxante natural de origen vegetal lax natural laxative from vegetable origin but it's in it's in spanish and then i thought like oh oh this is the, we went on the trip to oaxaca and and the, we bought the we bought the laxatives because the food was fucking us up so badly and it was such a, a difficult time but look that's that's from our trip this is a souvenir from our trip i can't throw this laxative away because this was when we had that mole and ate grasshoppers and and, it, and we were in bed for three hours because, you know, all we wanted to do is shit to get it out of us. And I think this can't, even if it's no good, I should put it in my memento box, the Mexican laxative package. How ridiculous is that? There were medicines, all this Claritin and uh, Benadryl because uh, she was allergic to cats. Oh, this is fucking hard for me to admit. 
poor woman was allergic to cats. She loved our cats, but you know she was allergic to them. So she was constantly taking these pills and sneezing in bed. And fucking genius here. I was like, are you going to be okay? I mean, what, what are we supposed to do? Get rid of the cats? That was just unheard of to me. What an insensitive asshole. The memories I have of a sneezing, miserable wife and uh, being constipated in Mexico. Oh, let me just sit and reflect. Now, I just wanted to know that um, I woke up a little late. I didn't shower. Okay. And um, I'm filthy. Okay. You look filthy. <laughs> I know. But like ironically filthy. I, oh, good. So not classically filthy? But this place is so beautiful. It's like, it looks like you were doing some wood shopping or something, you know? Well, like, I'd like to say like that. craft. Well, that's my neighbor. <laughs> my neighbor is, you know, if, we'll be lucky if we get through this interview and he doesn't start chopping something. Oh, okay. Um. So wait, now, you don't have friends? Um, I've got a couple friends. Oh. Uh, but like not a lot. It's really hard to hold on to friends. It is. Yeah. For well, for me. I don't, it is. I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but I. Uh, I'm 29. You're 29. Yeah, that's like, like such a way to ask. It's like, <laughs> and if she answers okay, if not, it'll just be a moment of like weirdness. what area of age are you? Yeah, I mean, in? I'm not going to say, but like, what yeah. year were you born? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I I don't know. Like I I was like I have two friends, maybe three. Okay. Do you? That's a lot. But. Like holding on to friends, or what are you supposed to do? Is there a way to do it? I don't. I haven't figured it out. Like I've, you know, I've got like friends from high school that uh, will still meet up if somebody has a baby. And but what's better than comedy to get out of that shit? Sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't. I just cannot lose the money, even if it's like. $100. But isn't that, when you go to see your friends' babies, don't you go over and just be like, "Well, this is what you'll be doing. Thanks for." I don't. I don't know how to handle I, that. Woman I, next you door know, is it's so weird. pregnant. I um, I feel more of a connection to it now like my friends used to just like most of my friends have at some point terminated a pregnancy so or like one of my friends had a baby because like she sort of had to you really? know it was like you can you can't keep she doing living? this oh oh so she had it but we were like 23 yeah and so we you know for uh, around the country that's like a totally normal age like to have you know a baby? that's like a late age to have a baby you know 23 23 and like if you're in like north carolina they're like why'd you wait so long but in new york it's like, <laughs> it's like oh my god what? what do you do like teen mom yeah uh but um but so like we were all like oh like at the baby shower it was all just kind of like pained well, smiles and oh, then man. but now my friends are starting to have kids and you know we're almost 30 so it's like it's like we're. I'm genuinely excited. One of my friends is having a kid. I'm like, I can't wait. So it's a totally different oh, vibe, sweet. right in that girl's face, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, remember when you had a baby and we were all like, oh, you're Hester Prynne, and now, and now we're like excited for each other. Did she turn out all right? That kid? She, yeah, she's fine. She's she's everybody's great. Like it, it wound up being great, but at the time it was just like, oh my god. People have babies all the time. All the time, I, like it just like it just happens. Like the woman next door, she's having one. She's got to be almost forty. I don't get it. Like I don't understand how people get pregnant by accident. Like I'm a piece of shit. I I mess up, but but birth control is not. Can we something... explore that a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I mess up. I, oh, so you're gonna go into a birth? You're not gonna be like I just fuck anybody? No, I'm, no, I'm, no. I've got <laughs> holes and I use them. No, I'm like I'm just like. But birth control, I've never messed around with. I'm like. You're I'm on, on antibiotics. You're yeah. going to have to come somewhere else. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry this started off so dirty. I didn't mean for it to No, be. I don't mind dirty. It's just true. We it's just truth, though. I don't think we get dirty enough on this show sometimes. Mm. I mean, sometimes I think we avoid the dirty. Yeah. But you, you used to host a show with Jim Norton. And it's funny, because I've had Peretti on here. Who used to date oh, Jim yeah. Norton? Yeah, way I back love her. when. Oh, uh-huh. she's the greatest. But there's, a, but she's very careful to say like, you know, I know he didn't pee on me, and you know, like, right. like if you have any proximity to Jim Norton as a woman, you have to sort right. of qualify it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not part of the thing he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would guess that I don't know that Jim is famous for peeing on people. I didn't. No, I know think that. he likes to be peeing on. Oh, he, he likes, likes to be, be peeing yeah. on. Okay, well that's so much easier to take. Yeah. you know, you're gonna go anyway. I talked to a woman the other night that was sort of like, um, like she was actually wishing that she would have gotten into the business of peeing on people because, like, it seems easy and good money. But oh it seems yeah, a, but it seems a little. I don't know. Then you got to be that person. I don't know. I could pee on someone. I could see it. <laughs> but but like the. But could you do it without laughing? No, probably not. <laughs> it's hard to do a lot of things without laughing. I was just so fucking impressed that night where you, you came out and did that live show, just like, you know, spontaneously, you know, after fucking a towel and you didn't even think twice. <sighs> Thank and you. you. That, and you that, kicked ass. Had I known I was going to have to go out there after a towel brought that fucking roof down, yeah. I would have killed myself. I think he brought everybody down. <laughs> uh, I, like, yeah. like, in, like uh, in a funny way. I didn't mean sadly. Oh, no. He was on fire that yeah, night. He was like bordering on insane. Uh, and, and it's so he... funny because he can't feel. Yeah, at so all. So you're like, oh my God, the crowd, like the crowd is exploding. Yeah. And he's just like, his heart rate wasn't even raised. But I was in the back getting drunk. Yeah. And I just D- didn't even think there the smallest part of me that I was going to go out on stage yeah. and then I heard him say well we should get the woman perspective or something and I go <laughs> he oh he's oh, no. he's this is about me and then yeah. like let's get her out here and I yeah. was like slurring into the microphone but but uh, did you get that fear though? Like, because I mean, when I was starting out, like, if it's even now, I think if Attell brought me out after that, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, you didn't I have time was to drunk think about enough it. and did not have time to think about it. But uh, in retrospect, I'm like, oh, that, that could not have gone down better for me. Yeah. That I didn't know I was going to yeah. go on stage. Had I known I was going out after him, I would have. Because he was like out of his mind. It was great. It was, Ooh. And then he got to that point where he gets to a point where he's leveled everybody and yeah. everyone's laughing. And then he goes, come on, I thought we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, I can't. What am I supposed to do now that I'm not going to? I literally thought that if I don't get to, if someone doesn't come out here sooner, I don't end this. I'm going to get hurt. Yes, oh, I'm yeah. emotionally hurt. Attell's going to. He's going to go after me in the deep dark way. Yeah, he can't even help. It. He started to. I, I mean, <laughs> I hilariously. I, yeah, I know. I know. What did he say? Things. I don't know. Gotta... Shit, my dad never said. Yeah. Uh, that was killer. I well, I. The way I worked with Norton and him is I opened for them on the road a bunch. You did. Yeah. So. Like the thought that I would ever have to go on stage after either of them, I would the, just rather become a puddle on the floor. Right, but also you knew them, and they yes. they they, they uh, obviously uh, like you. Yeah, and I tell I don't know if you know this. He uh, he said uh, give my money to you. No, really. <laughs> yeah, because you weren't on the bill, yeah. and he was like, just give it to Amy. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, it's, Dave. It's, he's a very sweet he guy. He is the coolest, greatest dude. And he's my favorite comedian. Yeah. Like, to get to work with your favorite comic, God. But how did you find your way? Like, and I don't I don't really want to put it this way, but, yeah. but I mean, you know, it is more difficult for women to sort of transcend in this business and have their own voice. And you seem to have done it. And you do it in a way that, I mean, you're a real club comic. A lot of people choose the precious sort of like I'm alternative. I know. Uh, well, I I mean gr- the grass is always greener. I'm yeah. always trying to eke my way into UCB. Really? Yeah. I I've done comedy death ray a couple times. It went well, right? It went well. Yeah. I, I'm so afraid of those places. You know, I'm just like, oh, they just want people who are cool. They hate jokes. And then uh, I've gone in and they've been really 
really cool to me. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but they I actually am a club like jokes. Kid. Yeah. They do. They, they like just don't jokes. know that. They they have this attitude that isn't founded in anything. But I've noticed when someone goes in there and does jokes, they're like, oh, they're yeah. They're like, oh, set a punchline. That's yeah. okay. They, they do that. They're not above it. They like funny. Yeah, they're exactly. Audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always just, but I go in there angry and I'm like, these fucking kids. And yeah. then I. Have a good experience. And I'm like, too. they know what's going on in yeah. there. They get it. Yeah, they like comedy. <laughs> yeah. So how did you come up, though? I mean, when did you start? Um, I started about six and a half years ago. So you're doing really good. Uh, in terms of uh, timelines, in terms of yeah, I guess in terms of idea timelines? of what uh, what the trajectory should be. I guess yeah. I like there's no part of me that there's no bitterness. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, not yeah, like yeah. why haven't I gotten this yet? Yeah, like yeah. it's been good. Yeah. But um. I but I don't know it's like anything else like I'm I feel good when I've written some new stuff and when I haven't yeah I feel like oh all is lost I'll never get on stage again but what made you do it you're just a kid and you're growing up where uh I grew up on Long Island nice family yeah same town as Atal really yeah his mom it's so weird we didn't even realize this until two years ago but his mom used to take care of me after school stop it not kidding we were come uh, on me and my sister were latchkey kids isn't that the weirdest but we never saw dave i didn't like you know there was there was no interaction until his mom like came and saw we were both performing at central park summer stage yeah and his sister was there and she was like amy and i was like she was like, I used to babysit you. And it was very surreal. A tell sister used to babysit you? sister. Mm-hmm. And you didn't make this connection? Till- no. How weird is that? And he's your ago. favorite comic. I know. And he gave his money to you, so you got he, some of that money back I from the babysitting. I, I'm scared. Now I owe him something. No, you don't owe no. him anything. <laughs> no. But he's so funny because, like, well, you know, I'll open for him. Like, we yeah. were, uh, I was opening for him in Irvine. And, uh, there are all these. He hosted the porn awards yeah. one year, so it was like all these porn actors, these famous people. He was like pointing them out. He's like, "Oh, that guy is AIDS." Yeah, you know, he's like going around pointing out, "Oh, that guy's the hugest <laughs> dick you've ever seen." So after the show, there he was like, "Let's go to Cheesecake Factory after the show," and uh, I'm like, "Okay." And then these porn, these hot porn actors has come up to him, and they're just like, "Hey, we're going to like a party," yeah. and he's like. Oh no, we got to go to Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, "Are you serious? Like, we're still going to Cheesecake?" And then we're just sitting there, sad cheesecake and tea. But we choose that. I know. I can't, it's that thing we were talking about at the beginning. I like there are times where it takes a lot of. It doesn't sound fun to me to be in a room full of people I don't know, uh, you know where I don't have some sense of control of it, and just because we, I think immediately we turn into what we really are, which is like oh, I don't want to a I recluse. Yeah. Kinda. Oh my god, the le- I don't even like I just recorded a CD. I don't even I'm like I'm not going to go stand out there and sell these. Like I don't want to interact. Yeah, you should get over that. I I, mean, I know. I don't I, I don't hate money, but I I hate like What well, took me a while to even watch myself on television? Oh, yeah. Yeah, w- a I, couple weeks. I used weeks. to like it. Like I used to be like, "Oh, good job." And now I'm like, "Who uh, am I? Yeah. What, <laughs> what have what I is become? This monster." <laughs> Who, I don't even know this girl. Why? What is it that you do that makes you think that? Well, uh, like Have I you s- become too filthy? I saw a... B- no, no. Not no. at all. Okay. Uh, not for me. I saw a bunch of... I used to do bringers at Gotham in New York. Like bringers, I started out, yeah. you know, you'd have to bring crowd to get on stage. And so my first shows were in front of real audience. So yeah. I didn't do an open mic for a couple months. And, right. And then I went to an open mic, like doing my material, like, yeah. here I go, another yeah. killer set. Yeah. No, like everyone hated so me. You didn't got, have a like, room full of friends. Just... No, they were just like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like the people who love me unconditionally right. in the crowd. Um, so I would get a tape after yeah. the bringer, yeah. but I didn't have a VCR. So I would go to Best Buy yeah. and I would like put it in the, the, like on display, like watch it with a notebook. And I, so I would see myself Come once on. a month. So it's like gradual changing. It's like gaining weight. I didn't yeah. notice because yeah. I was seeing it so often. Yeah. And then I didn't see myself from last comic standing until I did. 
I, I got to do Jimmy Fallon. Right. And so it had been years. And yeah. I saw that air and I was a little stoned. Yeah. And I was wearing like this dress and polka dots. And right. I was like, who is this fucking clown <laughs> monster? I hate myself. <laughs> and then I watched it the next day and I was like, oh, that was fine. That was okay. But uh, no that... more weed in, in, before watching myself ever. Yeah. The, that moment where you're like, why did I wear that? Yes. That's the worst. And I've like, I am a club comic. You know, I'm on the road a lot. So I feel like if you get, if you start doing too well on the road, it's not good. It means, you know, like you're doing something wrong. Maybe. Um, but like the timing and the whatever, I've become a comedian. Like you, you can know, feel it. I can feel it, and I could see it. And there was something that seemed a little bit dishonest about it to me. You know, just the um, that you knew the trick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is why I love your stand-up, and I like that's so appealing to me. I still and haven't if, learned the trick. But it, <laughs> that's good. Like if if I if I could um, find any sort of consistency, because I'll have some sets where I'm just really honest and talking and, yeah. and maybe it goes well and maybe it's just a little therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, but but I'm used to and need that um, that Pavlov, like, uh, you know, our, our urge response. I need, like, the laugh right. at well, the end of my sentence. Well, that's the difference between, you know, I mean, some dudes, like, you know, like Attell has always been a joke writer. I mean, yes. you're going to write jokes. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I... I never found a lot of satisfaction with that. I mean, I think what happens to me is I evolve jokes out of talking. I mean, I know what my jokes are. Right. You know, I know, you know, where I I expect the laugh. Yeah. But they're, they're not a format thing. But some people who know how to write jokes, they're like, this will provide me protection and laughter. Oh, that that's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is me. But it's, but that's, uh, but like, see, it tells my favorite comic. Yeah. But I, but watching you or watching Louie. Yeah is like so refreshing to me and I love those like oh my god that's so true and I've never heard anyone say that yeah you know like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I, I I love that that's my favorite stand-up to see but Attell it's like you I just it's amazing how he'll go on stage at the cellar wearing a hood under a, a hat like yeah. he basically has a ski mask yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, he know. looks like newly homeless yeah yeah but he just and he'll have no connection to the, the words he's saying right but still just kill like the crowd does not need him to like himself isn't that interesting some guy told me like I can't remember who the hell it was like I was talking about that early on in my career where I thought that you know, I was doing something self-revelatory. That like, uh, like you know, I have a point of view, and I'm trying to you know express who I am. Right. And I compared like a tell to, to as a guy that I think was actually John Stewart. You know, who like he just does jokes, and and Stewart was like, I can, you can see exactly who a tell is. I mean, uh, you know, like like even though he's doing this type of comedy, he's doing what you like because yeah. you know exact you know he's that guy. There's just something about his stage persona and how much. Like he, you can see everything about it. You're right. You're you totally can see, right. You can see a sensitivity. You can see a sadness. It all comes through in those yes. fucking jokes. Yeah. Like the the fact that that he is incapable of really, you know, talking. He's barely capable of talking about himself when you're just sitting with him. Oh no, he'll so, deflect all so, over the place. Yeah, but it all comes out in that comedy. That's so interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, I mean, that's true. He just like he's you know sort of masked with these jokes but the crowd loves him like oh, they that's love right. the guy they can see you're right and you you really get a feeling of who he is and it's so weird cuz my like my And you never leave you never leave saying that guy's a happy guy when he leaves the stage and you're never like what a racist <laughs> no. ass you're cuz you know it's yeah no. but i i think about that with the stuff i do on stage yeah. it's a lot of like saying not not the worst thing I can think of, but mm. stuff that I think is funny, but that, you know, it sets me up to be just like kind of this racist whore. And then after the show, I'm always shocked. People are like, can I hug you? Yeah. And I'm like, you want to hug me? Like what? But and I will have like kind of gotten into it with a couple audience right. members. And and I guess I hope it's that that's the thing. It's like they can tell they can see that I'm just like a little girl who needs to be hugged. <laughs>
<laughs> it's all big cry for help. Yeah. Is that the name like, of your new CD? Yeah. Cry for help. Uh, maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, cutting. Yeah. Is what is that what it's called? Cutting. Cutting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on um based on uh cutting. Really? Yeah. Were you a cutter? No. <laughs> 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 I like it as a metaphor for stand up. It's a bunch it's a bunch of different things, but it's really it's really meaningful to me. And it's the way I've been closing. Which on stage, is what? Which is I say, I'm gonna leave you with this. My sister, my my little sister, yeah. used to cut herself. Uh-huh. That's it. And then I put the mic in the stand and I walk off stage. <laughs> And the crowd's just like, uh, and like they've laughed every time. And you know, I've been up there for like forty-five minutes, so they know like I'm. Right. I'm so sick. they're waiting for the. And then they realize, oh no, that's that's it. And uh, it's gone well, except one time I, I closed like that at Gotham, and they were all just like, "Where's? Wait. When is she coming back up here?" <laughs> <laughs> Even like William Stevens is closing the show, and they're just like, "Why? Where, where's Amy?" <laughs> right. You just wait for the hanging. Yeah. Now, I mean, so like, okay, well, I've had this conversation with uh, you know people that I, I now I'm forced into this conversation because yeah. of what happened with um, with Gallagher. But uh, I um, I heard the intro to that. I haven't heard the episode yet. But I, it's like I had to stop listening when it was just he was just about to come out. He was just a, well, yeah yeah I'm, I'm I'm over that. Yeah. I, I certainly have no problem with anything that anybody says. Right. But so, but it really the difference is owning it. And and yeah. knowing that you know that whatever you're doing is not coming from a place of hate, but it's coming right. from a place of disarming something. Totally. But then there are people that refuse to own it and deny it, and yet they still do it. And then you got to question their integrity. Well, when you like when you said people who don't own it, I think somebody up there who's saying it and it's kind of like, is that okay with you guys? Is yeah. that what you mean? No, I mean in the sense that you know what kind of jokes you do. Yeah. And and you do them to to sort of you know disarm discomfort. Yes. But I think that some people genuinely are are fucking racist. Home. And it comes from a bad yes, and and when they do it, if they do it, they most people who do that kind of jokes, they do it across the board. Right, it's not like there's not three jokes they throw about black. In there, uh, <laughs> like a jo- lot of n bombs. Right, sudden. right. It's right. not there's not three jokes about black but people. But then that that raises the question of Nick DiPaolo. You know, like I really Nick enjoy, is genuinely racist. He's genuinely Republican <laughs> racist, but I love watching him on stage. I don't, because he'll own it. He yeah, because he he lives it, but he owns it. Yeah, he owns it for real. Yeah, and I mean, and, and it is uncomfortable, but it is real. That was, I mean, that was like yeah. some of the great stuff about about Tough Crowd is that you can indulge these things. Yes. Now, certainly a lot of people would think he was wrong, and he may very well be wrong. Yeah. But he's saying like, fuck you. I'm. I, this is how I think. This is, yes. So you got to you got to give him props for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not helping anybody uh, in the sense that the, the people that are going, yeah, are probably not great people. Right. That's the scariest <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah. that's that's the whole question. Is that when you you know when someone comes up to you after a show after you've done your jokes and yeah. says, I feel the same way about black people, then you're in sort of an yeah, awkward position. You're just like, whoa, I did not mean to start organizing a clan meeting. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? Um, not never with racist stuff. Right. But with, uh, like, I'll talk on stage a lot about, like, I kind of go back and forth between being like, um, I'm pretty, like, I know I'm pretty, and then being like, but I'm not that pretty. You know, like, right. I, and then I'll talk about sex a lot and sort yeah. of, ha- like, talk about being promiscuous. And, mm-hmm. and, like, I totally have been, and I've totally had a good amount of sex. 
and for the wrong reasons, for the right reasons. Uh, and I talk about it openly and unapologetically. Right. But that sort of sometimes give, gives people license after right. to come up. Like and men or, 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 or women? Men. Oh, right. Men. But so. women, I think women like are psyched. Like to just to hear someone say the word clit on stage, yeah. they're like, I have yes, <laughs> we, we just, we never say it, but yeah. like we've got it. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's important. really important. If someone would please explain it to the guy yes. I'm with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've like broke it down for for crowd members you I'm have? like it's I'm like yeah like a guy won't laugh yeah. and I'm like the clit is and I just like describe where it is yeah. and what he should be doing um but uh but yeah so guys after or they'll write to me and I don't know it depends on what mood I'm in I'm yeah, so yeah, moody like yeah. if I'm in a, like how some, needy you are needy moody I'll, I'll be you know somebody will tweet <laughs> something to me like yeah I want to um like, uh, like I want to see you inside out or like I want to come on your head or something. Yeah. You know, I don't know. More creative than that. They're well, obviously coming on your head. Coming on your head is, is a little <laughs> so broad. Sexy. Yeah. But it'll like and sometimes I'm like, oh, like sometimes yeah, I'm yeah. really like, we get uh, it. That's sweet. Or I'll be like, ew. or a guy will come up to me after because I talk about how I'm easy and he'll be like, so like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, are you crazy? So do you see it as a character? In a way, yeah. It, but it's like you know, it's a part of me. Yeah. I didn't have sex till I was eighteen. You say that like you know, oh, you're that old. Well, you know, all my fr- like all my best girlfriends were total whores and had sex early. Like how early? Like fourteen. Really? Yeah. With, with they other- were giving head, they were having sex, and I I was like, I loved hanging out with those girls. I was like, these girls are badass, yeah. but I was like, but I'm not ready to yeah. do that. You know. I so was they were like, sucking dick at fourteen. Yeah. With other kids in school. The Catholic school girls, man. Uh, well, yeah, that was a way out. In That's a way. it. Yeah. 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 That, but I was we, like, oh, my parents love me. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Uh, so the Catholic then, girls. It's sort of like what they're taught to do in some weird way. I don't Catholic know. Catholic girls is. and giving blowjobs, or, or how about those girls that like. Like I've heard of women who will not uh, have sex in their pussy. They'll only have anal. I Did heard you? of it. Yeah, like there was this girl in college. It was like Jess is a virgin, and then like it came out like, oh, but she has anal. Like she has anal sex all the time. I, yeah. I was furious. <laughs> I was like, stop calling yourself a virgin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're just like, well, I'm not going to get pregnant, and that's not Jesus's whole. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they think. <laughs> so you're a Jewish girl amongst the Catholic whores. Yeah. So, but then, like in college, you know, I felt like really good about myself in high school and knew who I was. Yeah. And then you get dropped off at college, and were I, you a cheerleader or anything? I played volleyball. Oh, so you're no, the cheerleaders in yeah the cheerleaders in my. Uh, in my high school were just like big black chicks. It was just step. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of yelling. Like you did, you did not want to get into it with the cheerleaders. They would fuck you up. Uh, they were tougher than the volleyball oh team. Oh my God. They, could, <laughs> they were tougher than the football team. They were terrifying. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I played volleyball and, uh, and then uh, I don't know, in college I just started like, I just had a, you know, a, a good year of just really spreading it thin and, yeah. and letting my numbers double. Yeah. I was just like, Okay, well, like we'll go have sex, and I and I think it was because I felt like I needed that. Uh, I wanted to feel beautiful and appreciated, yeah. Yeah. and my self esteem was low. Yeah, and and in retrospect, it should have been yeah. like I I had put on a good a good twenty lbs, and I had no idea. Like I had <laughs> I I've I have such poor. I, I'm always trying to like figure out how attractive I am. Yeah, because I've so like have have had no idea. Like I've always thought I'm prettier than I actually am. Right. And in college, I gained, you know, the freshman, not the 15, like the, at least 20. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. I came home and the, I remember like going to the doctor and he weighed me and he was like, whoa. Like, he, he couldn't. It just <laughs> like came doing? out. Yeah. And my mom, who's always really positive, was like, you look healthy. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, OK. The worst. Still wearing the same clothes. Just sho- in. shoving it all in yeah. a tube top and yeah. like an animal print mini. Yeah. 
and uh and just still getting laid but being like i don't get it like got, why aren't guys like i want to be your boyfriend yeah yeah why am i always the drunk sex? one having sex yeah, one time a guy called me at six in the morning yeah and I, I like woke me up and it was like the guy that i had a crush on yeah and i was like oh maybe he's up really early and thinking about yeah. <laughs> about me <laughs> uh, you know i go can't there, get you off my mind he's completely blacked you know just not even there but i was like oh like i think like maybe he was just wasted wasted yeah wasted and we had the worst sex ever <laughs> Uh, but he introduced me to Sam Cooke, so it was. It was. I was like, "This. Who is this? This is amazing." So you're having sex with this guy who reeks like fucking yeah, booze, like, yeah. and you can't even see, and like don't know much about. Yeah, history. she was only sixty. I was like, "Ooh," and he was a super senior in college. Like yeah. in retrospect, like what a dirtbag piece of shit. But uh, a super senior. Super senior. What does that mean? Uh, it means he should have graduated, but oh. he was like, "I'm gonna stay around and fuck girls yeah. who hate themselves." <laughs> And you were like, here I am. I was like, Good hey, morning. Check out my tube. <laughs> uh so yeah, like I was I I spread it out then, my numbers went up. Yeah. And then uh and then I was like, Oh wait, this sucks. This is not but it was because I, I really liked this one guy. Yeah. And he did not want to be my boyfriend. Like he would we'd have sex once in a while. And I was just like, Oh and at that time, like you don't even know each other. The people yeah. that I had sex with, you would I'd see them at the bar at ten and we would just kinda walk by each other and smile. And then it was like hopefully at two in the morning, you'd be like, Do you want to go to late night in my underwear? Uh and then we and then like you they would leave in the morning. You never had a conversation. So yeah. if someone rejected you it wasn't, they weren't rejecting you. They didn't yeah, know you. At all. Nobody, yeah, yeah, you don't have a conversation with each other. It, isn't you that know? weird how, like, I don't, I, I've been thinking about it lately because I've got, because I'm not with anybody mm -hmm. and it's been kind of a, a prolific few years despite, like, I don't know, like, I, it, has it changed though? I mean, it seems like everybody just fucks. Um, wait, are you like someone who's, who's always with someone? Like, well, no, I've been married twice, right. but like, and I, and I'm capable of being with somebody, but now I think after the last heartbreak that it, I've become a little more callous and a little more aware of what is and isn't a relationship and what yeah. is and isn't healthy. Right. And, you know, but, you know, but sex, I mean, plays into that, but you can still have sex and and not have a relationship and not be healthy and yeah and, and it just am i wrong in thinking that people are fucking a lot more now i mean <laughs> this reminds me of some of your uh, like what you did on your john oliver set that that was really funny like is it still all about fucking like you're yeah, always yeah. checking in like are people fucking yeah um but they are but like it, it there's no real i mean i don't know from a woman's point of view but i found have you been the person that fucks somebody and then like you're like something opens up inside of you and either that person has to pay or you're going to pursue that person um, no, that is just you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I bring no, that out in people? Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know if I have the female perspective. I have to say that. Like, I, I, because I, like, fucking's really important for me. Yeah. Like, I want, I still, like, want to have sex a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, and it's no longer about like when I first started having sex. You're like, I hope I look thin. I hope yeah. I. There was no real joy or you know the feeling, feeling of sex. Of didn't sex. Matter, right. No, I wasn't like oh penetration. Yeah. Now it's like about me. Like yeah. I have to remember to be like you know, right. and I'm and I'm giving, but I have right. to remember to be like yeah. Oh, this is about this us is, together. I'm, I'm not just using it's his dick. Just, <laughs> yeah. Right. You're not just a jungle gym. Uh, there's a person <laughs> in there, but I um. But do you ever get to that point where you're fucking somebody and and he comes too quick or something? You're like, you got to be kidding me. 
Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. A couple of, a couple of boyfriends ago. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think of myself as being sensitive, but yeah. then I also like, you know, it's like, uh, the last guy I saw, he had a trouble getting an erection like twice. Yeah. We, but you know, never a problem. Yeah. And the first time I was just like, whatever it happens, I think yeah. he took his annex. Yeah. And then the second time I was like, just all sensitivity went out the window yeah, yeah. and I was like, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> like, not that mean, but but I was like, is it Guaranteeing me? him a life of impotency. Yeah, I think, right. What creates anxiety <laughs> yeah, more than yeah. being like, think about your dick more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Focus, asshole. Yeah, so I feel like, some, again, like yeah. split personality. Yeah. Sometimes I'm really sensitive to it and yeah. sometimes I'm just like, yeah. why can't you just fuck me whenever I want? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I, I think men and women are different in the way of, I have had sex. I'm like pretty much always in a relationship. I date somebody for like three years. Yeah. And then I meet someone that I want to have sex with more. And that's... Yeah, I feel like it's more... It's rare for for chicks to be really attracted to someone. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often. So like I'm... I feel like I'm always dating the person I'm most attracted to. It doesn't. You mean it doesn't happen that often in the sense that they act on it? Because I think don't women sort of fester about... Like I, I think that people are attracted to people, but I mean taking action is different. Yeah. Maybe I'm speculating. Well, I, I'm just... I don't know. For me, it's like I've been like, the only reason I would cheat in the past if has been no like, good. It, it would be if I felt like he wasn't appreciating me. You know, if yeah. I felt like we weren't really connecting and yeah. he was like, didn't give a shit and didn't like, right. really, wasn't into it. I'd oh, be some like, well, women let love me. That. That, 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 Not me. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, let's have a compliment sesh <laughs> yeah. all in my direction. Uh, but uh, but I, I just, I've you know, I've yeah. cheated before. It feels like shit. Yeah. It's not worth it. The and you're lie. like, do I have some new disease? <laughs> you know, well, and am I giving it to this guy? And I'm going to have to convince him that he gave it to me. Well, I'm glad that <laughs> that's so funny because it's not even the, the, the sort of moral, uh, it's not even the moral implications of betrayal. It's like, no. I don't want to tell him, but God forbid that I get found out because he gets warts. Yeah, that's it. Because I don't. <laughs> No, like I feel, I believe that I feel like with men, yeah, you emotionally like, like if you and I were together, okay, yeah. we're like, we're married, yeah, and you have sex with someone else, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean anything about your feelings for me. I I believe that for men, like I don't, the, I've, I'm like, but if you were sh- in that relationship, would you be able to make that distinction? Like, okay, so know. you went out and fucked that girl, but um, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I understand you still love me, and two two three years ago, no fucking way, yeah. like run for your life, yeah. But now I don't know. Like huh. I, I feel like I'd be like I. I don't want to ever find out about it, right. especially if it didn't mean something to you. Yeah. Um. Because I believe that you know I don't yeah. know something's going on with you. Yeah. People go through phases. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like I, it would be very hurtful. But I don't believe that having mm. sex with someone else necessarily affects your feelings for the person. No, that I, you're I think with. that's probably true. I've known that to be true. But something's going on. Yeah. And the, but the anonymous sex, not not anonymous sex that I've had, but sex with people that. I wasn't really that into. Like I tried that. Yeah. Um. You know, po- post college, I'm like, maybe I'm still a whore. Maybe yeah. I'm still wired. Why do you call it a whore? See, why is there this weird double standard about women? Like, I mean, like I'm just now starting to really sort of process the fact that a lot of women fuck dudes. And, I, and it's I just, do. Yeah. I like, and I'm trying to get the word out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing on stage. You know, we're all like communicating yeah. our our truth, like yeah. whatever we want to. And you're um, basically saying, would someone please fuck me? I'm. Well, no, I'm saying like. I have had a lot of sex. Yeah. I, like, I've got friends who are pregnant. I've got HPV. I've got... So, when all of you girls do that, like, don't feel that bad about it. Right. Because it's happening. And guys, that does not... I think... And guys are... I, you know, I've had a couple Fox News dudes be like, you're a whore. You know, and I'm just like, okay. Oh, really? Um. Well, yeah, I got into it on... um. 
on that show Red Eye with this kid, Steven Crowder. Yeah, we got into it. He was like talking about abstinence and I just, you know, I've got my opinions on it. But then he like kind of he took a shot at me. He was like, oh, well, it really takes a lot out of nowhere. He took a shot at me. He's like, it takes a lot of. You're breaking new ground to be a dirty comic. You're breaking new ground there, Copernicus. Like, something like that. And I, like, just rolled my sleeves up. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. Let's go. And uh, and we went back and forth. And I was just like, like, I know that I don't know shit yet about sex, love, comedy. Like, I'm... I'm figuring it out, you know. Yeah, I'm most to... people don't know shit about sex but, and love, but people think they do. And like right. this kid who's supposedly a virgin and like he is being bred to be like the next Glenn Beck, possibly, uh-huh. is sitting there just kind of preaching like like he knows everything. Yeah, like here's the base, here's the bottom line. Because he's bought a a, a dogma or like a system of like you know yeah. he's and he's like a he, product, a belief system. Yes, he bought. Yes, he the whole system. He's well, I mean, representing it right. And like I think that it's, it just it makes me kind of arrogant because I just like don't believe that anyone could believe some right. of that shit. I'm just like no, there's no way you could like think about this stuff and well, look th- at yourself in the mirror. I think it's very threatening for men. Like I've been trying to I've been trying to do this joke on stage, which gets varied results because I'm trying to understand the double standard. But I think a woman who has had a lot of sexual partners to some dudes is threatening. Is that like well, how, where do I rank? You know, like you know, uh, you know, how am I gonna? It's it's really about pride. Yeah. Like they 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 want somebody that's stupid and doesn't know anything, and right. they, so they can be the hero of the situation. Yeah. Whereas, like I, you know, I don't really care one way or the other. But there's always a question. I think with men and women, it's like, well, how was I compared to the other thirty? Right. Right. But well, all that shit starts to fade too. Did you? I mean, I don't know if you've had that experience because of where you're at, but like, I mean, I'm 47 years old, so mm-hmm. there there are sexual. Um, events in my life that I'll always recall fondly. Yeah. But it doesn't diminish any of the newer ones. No, <laughs> no, same same for me. And I don't have any physical memory of sex. Right. It, like, I had sex yesterday. I don't really remember it physically, you know? I, you had I'm sex like, yesterday? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I know I had an orgasm because yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, like, you know, I can't remember my last boyfriend's Penis, right, right. You know those sex, right. sexual memories, unless it's like an assault. Yeah, I feel like they they fade away for girls. So I'm not like right. You know, and if I think if you're remembering penises, most of the time it, it's not going to be in the positive. Like you'll right. remember, like that guy. It was exactly, almost, it's almost freakish. But then you can remember like ten times where it's like, oh, that was bad. I have no memory of like I know I've had satisfying sex with right. a bunch of people, yeah. but I don't remember that. I remember the disappointment. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I remember the time I put my hand down a guy's pants and couldn't figure out which was the testicle and which was the penis. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, I'm like ball, ball. This ha- does this... he have three balls? Because the- oh my god, no, this is. His dick that's terrible his life is terrible but and then i'm just like i'm pulling on something like hoping it's the right one i swear i swear that's true but yeah so i just remember the uh the disappointing ones well the joke that i've been trying to work on which is basically like the double standard where i've been saying like um like if a dude says i fuck a lot of chicks you know people are like well he's fucking a lot of chicks right but if a woman says like i fuck a lot of dudes there's that moment like oh she's a whore whatever and and then i thought is it sexist is it based on this idea of patriarchy of how we see women in culture and then i decided no i think it's really about you know can can you ever really get a vagina clean i mean all the way clean (laughs) no no there's always going to be something lurking in there right well i think that's a mystery sauce right because like a dick you're sort of like i I washed it it's good yeah like we're good for at least 30 minutes yeah and vagina it's like oh i don't that seems complicated did you oh god yeah like i um after you get a Brazilian wax, they yeah. show you. Yeah. Like the the chicks hold out a mirror. I think yeah. partially to be like, now are you happy? Yeah. You yeah, white yeah. entitled yeah. cunt. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I 
yeah, there's always some some mystery thing going on. But I, when I hear, totally honestly, when I hear a guy say, I, I fuck a lot of girls. Yeah. I don't believe that anyone thinks that's cool anymore unless right. they're too young to believe that. Unless like, they, yeah, right. You know, like the situation on uh, Jersey Shore. Like those guys fuck a lot. It's it's sad. It's just as sad for a girl or a guy. I think it's even. And, and I those standards of she's a whore, I, I remember them from when I was younger. Yeah. And you wanted to be careful not to be slutty. Yeah. But I don't, those, the, that doesn't exist for me anymore. And I don't spend any time with anyone that's, right. that feels that way right. openly. Right. But uh, I've got guy friends who have a lot of sex. Yeah. And they're really unhappy. Sure. You know, I don't right. know any guy that's like, look, life is dope. They're, they're I fuck using every their, night. Right. They're using their dick as a shovel to dig for truth exactly. and love. And, and someone hurt them. Yeah. They're sad. So uh, you're not, I don't think that those like high fives are going around anymore. Why do you got to talk to me like that? Like, <laughs> why do you have to implicate me in this? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, this is about you. This I, is. <laughs> it is. My show is about me. And as long as you can leave here with me feeling better or like that, I've learned something. We've yes. had a great episode. Oh, good. Why? What are you thinking? What are you thinking right now? I'm just thinking about the whole love, sexing, and that. And that there's part of me that still thinks like I probably had this thought, you know, two days ago. Like I remember it. Like when I think about how men define themselves, like there's still something adolescent in me. Like if I think about. Like, if I get shitty mail from, say, a Corolla fan who's like, right. fuck you, dude, you're a pussy. I'm like, <laughs> my first thought is like, I have fucked more women than okay. you can. You know, like, there, there's part of me that thinks that. Yeah. That that's some sort of like, you know, I win. You're not a man. I'm a man. What determines that? Well, you kind of do win. Like, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you've done really well. But then there's this other part of me where, where like, like, I had this other thing where I wrote down this thing where I'm trying to make it a joke. I don't know if it'll be a joke that even if I meet a nice girl, because of how well I know my dick, it's going to be dirty. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like just the sure. fact that, like, you know, this this thing is you're going to turn a, this pure girl. Yeah, into it's, a, yeah. it's an old dirty dick. Yeah, and I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> yeah. You will be ruined. You're like a black guy. Or you have no idea. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to make your stock go down in 10 seconds. <laughs> but I, I don't know. There's hope for us, right? There's I, hope for me, right? I'll find a love again. That is what I've been getting at. You will. No, here's the thing. I feel like it's always changing. Like what I think makes someone happy and feel fulfilled. Like lately my thing, it's like I'm almost 30. I'm like, ooh. And I can't say like right now. Yeah. I'm still like maybe in five, six years I'll want like a kid and like a family. Yeah. Ma like maybe I want to surround myself with unconditional love. Or maybe that's just because I'm starting to get afraid of dying and want something to carry on my genes. Right. So it's like it's like all really – it all goes back to a self-serving dark – you're, you're trying but, – but that's how you're – you're sort of um, explaining to yourself the biological urge to have children, which I, I, from what I hear exists and from all indications it does in I, women. Yeah, I've been like, that's never going to happen to me. I've never been interested in kids. But now if like a, there's a child, I'm at a party or something and somebody has a kid there, I'll like sweep it up and put it on my hip. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> how did you get up here? <laughs> what are you doing up here? And then I'm always thrilled to put it down and be like, go back to your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm never like, can I keep it? Even I had to watch my friend's dog. I was like, yeah. I'll I love your dog. I'll watch yeah, your dog yeah. for a week. A day in, I had to call in the reserves. Oh, really? I made up a breakup with my boyfriend <laughs> so that I could not have to be responsible for a living thing. Yeah. Selfish? Self yeah. Selfish. I'm just, I'm and, and I'm just like lazy and... Um, and it's a I'm lot of work. Moody, and I don't want it to be about me. I don't want to like have a kid. So, well, to, it, to have it be about me. Well, yeah, well, that's what my parents did. And look what happened. Is that what uh, your parents did? Uh, I think they were just trying to avoid each other. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, my mom was just like, I don't love this man. Yeah, I better a, produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a barrier against mm-hmm. <laughs> against this this uh, dying relationship. Yeah. And did I that think work? So. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a younger sister and older brother. So there's three is. Mm-hmm. Your parents are still married? No. 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 My mom's been married a bunch. Um uh. Yeah. Yeah. She was married. My brother and I have different fathers. Uh-huh. And uh Is your father a Schumer? Yeah. Now how are you connected to Charles Schumer? To the, the senator? senator? Man, he's like my dad's cousin like I, I think... oh so it's not like hey there's uncle charles it's, no. no it's like uh there's that guy with the plugs <laughs> does he have plugs <laughs> I, please really oh <laughs> he died no idea he's a, you know what he's a good senator and 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 uh you know it's just interesting that that here we are talking about this world but your name is yeah. identified with one of the more oh he's like a you know centrist democrat kind of dude but yeah. you know but you know he is a political force totally i he's he's the real deal yeah. I, I like him like any moves i've ever read about or seen I, i'm never like oh god yeah. change my name i think that he, like i don't I, I don't think he even knows that i'm really alive like i think i don't think he knows i'm a comedian unless somebody's been like uh do, should we kill her <laughs> but <laughs> is this uh, gonna be a problem she's got your name but i have this joke in my set where i i say like um i talk about false advertising i'm like reese's you know there's no wrong way to eat a reese's i'm like tell us my uncle he used to put them in my underwear <laughs> and uh and people online were like she should be careful with that joke and i'm like he's not even my uncle i was not molested that yeah. these are jokes you yeah. know but uh but yeah, the only time that it's really come up um, being related to him was my cousin and I were arrested for shoplifting. Yeah. And um, it uh, it would have been grand larceny, like, but it doesn't take that much for it to be grand larceny. Were you kids? <laughs> Not really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be like, I was 13. My parents are getting divorced. No, it was last no, year. No, it was six months ago. <laughs> No, I was I was 21. Yeah. Like I should have had it together, but it was a it was compulsive. Like oh. I was stealing a lot. And uh it was just like, you know, part of just So this was other... that you actually hit a bottom with this by getting busted. It was something you've been doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for years and like returning things that I hadn't paid for and getting cash for them. Some uh-huh. department stores you can do that. Um so we finally got arrested and uh after years and they were and at the time, she was like having a lot of trouble. My uh, my cousin yeah. was like, you know, has borderline personality disorder. Was like having a really tough time. Yeah, and uh, and so I just had to sort of keep her afloat. So we're in the back. There are detectives coming in, and I'm just trying to make her laugh. They lay out everything that you steal, so they can assess the charge. And I'm like, where were you gonna wear that, bitch? I'm like, what what is that plaid? You know, just trying to make her laugh, right. so she didn't like dissociate, right. <laughs> like start developing multiple personalities. So um, is that a possibility? Yeah. With borderlines? Um, I don't Yeah, yeah, definitely with borderlines, but uh but you know So you had a borderline in your life? Yeah, I still do, yeah. And well, okay. I well I've just become a little fascinated with this because with the, I, that specific diagnosis? Well yeah, because I you know, I feel like I've I've um you know, maybe earlier in my life I may have had uh you know, traits of that and I've yeah. also found myself dating uh, people lately that have um, symptoms of that, oh. and and I just think it's a very uh, it's a very interesting but fairly specific thing. I mean, the, so specific, right? But people it's think weird. like borderline, like what does that even mean? But when you when you do research on it, it's like a real thing. Yeah, you're like, oh, th- like it's like any disease. It's but it's so specific and emotional. It's weird that it's a, it's a what, thing. What are what 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 are the experiences of it? What what are the specifics? Like of it? okay, well the the height of and it's you know a lifelong thing, but the height of her borderline. It was, and she had to go to a residential school. Like she was hospitalized, um, uh, cutter. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. My cousin was messed up. Yeah. And was uh, 
and she would like it was things like and you know I read the book because yeah. at first it's like in, like the book while, of like dealing of with dealing with yeah. a borderline like how to support a borderline right. it was like at first you're like what is this and and being young and not knowing that much about it it was like she had an eating disorder for a while which yeah. is like chapter three she right. had an eating disorder right. And, and that was another thing I didn't really have sympathy for yet because I didn't know to. So I was just like, why don't you just eat food? You know, like right. I was like, why aren't you just eating? Right. Um, it's because her brain is wired differently. Exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's real. It's and a disease. Is she able to function? She's like high functioning, doing awesome. But at the time she was in, in you know, a Touch residential and go for school. A while. And those chicks, they all like pick up things like we're all lesbians this right. week. You know, it's yeah, like right. a fad, like anything else. But um, it's because they don't have the sense of self, right? That, yeah. That's that's stable. Right. But it's like then you see them still in there. Like yeah. she's fine. But yeah. the, the constant proving of loyalty. Like for oh, you, you had to. For, yes. Right. Yes. You know, and you're like, how much? Like, what do I have to do? Like, right. just right. Stop. I'm here. You but know. they're like, no, stop your life. Right. You know, right. And just live for right. me. Um, but uh, but like, you know, through therapy, medication, whatever, totally high functioning, doing fine. It's and treatable. sometimes it, it shows up and and, you know, it's really frustrating for her that it's it's in there because of the but now because of the level of self-awareness, she can say, oh, this is happening. Yeah, and, she and can handle it. Catch she, it. Yeah. Like because huh. she, she was it was bad. And she was uh, she was and she was a cutter. Yeah. And uh, that people don't know that that's like. If you're, you know, it's like urge response, like anything else. So your body gets used to it, like a, like heroin. So right. it, the withdrawal is similar. So if you can't cut yourself, you she would throw up. Well, yeah, because you don't want to experience the emotions, so you externalize them. Somehow. Right, right, exactly. You make it physical, right? But then, then your body starts craving that that specific pain. So she would, uh, you know, g- going through therapy, getting out of it. And they're like, it's a serious thing. Like, they're like, give them a, a razor because if, you know, you can't like just keep sharp things for them because they will break a mirror. They will do what it takes. It's like heroin. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's really bad. Did like, it, now, did they, were they able to source it? Like, I mean, because it's one of those disorders that is not, it's not just a mental thing. It comes from an emotional trauma, right? right? Yeah, it comes from an emotional trauma. And, but also it is like just chemical, straight up inherited. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Now let's talk about your shoplifting problem. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so what were um, you getting out of that? Oh, the physical experience, the, the thrill, the of thrill, stealing? the adrenaline, the getting away with it. How'd you end up not I fucked no up on shame. drugs? I had no shame about it. I didn't. I didn't really. I don't. You know, I smoked some pot. I don't really. I've never done coke. Yeah. I've never done ecstasy. So you you just went mushrooms hands on with the. Uh, but you like the juice. Of, I do. Yeah. I'm like you know. I feel like you're like that. It's yeah. just like you like. You, you're like that's bad. I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. Let me do that. Yeah. Well, I know I actually found that I like the like like now like things are going okay for me and I'm feeling a little like um oh this is good and I just want to keep that feeling going. Yeah. Like I have certain songs that I listen to. I've got two nicotine patches on. I'll drink a <laughs> pot of coffee. Right. Like I like the juice of it. Yeah. And it's I I'm too old for that shit. I know. Like it's just the risk is not like there's too much. The reward is not worth it. And I, it, I, it, I uh, wish I could tell my brain that. <laughs> and you know what? And I watched uh, that show Beyond Scared Straight. Yeah. Do you ever see that on A and E, where they like take the kids to jail and they're no. like, "Is this what you want?" But is how beyond is it? Do they actually let inmates fuck them in the ass? <laughs> they let the guards impregnate the females. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna steal now? Yeah. Uh, Tell me some, what you name the kids. Some kid. of these kids, you want to see them thrown a, a raping. You're like, "Fuck these little yeah. brats. They uh-huh. think they can do whatever they want." Yeah. I think that shit works. So I have nightmares about it a lot, but it keeps me in line. Really? I do not want to go to jail. I, I can't. I can't do anything else or I would have to go to jail. It scares me too. I don't even jaywalk. Yeah, the idea of jail (laughs) is very scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would be popular in jail. I'm not going there. 
Everyone's popular when they first get there. <laughs> it's how you deal hey, with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. seems really cool. Yeah, let's destroy her soul and see if she can adjust. <laughs> yeah. That's why they always wonder, like, you know, like, why can't inmates adjust to real life? Look what they had to go through. Oh, my God. Even if they weren't the, the, the you know, the team favorite. <laughs> I mean, you know, how are you going to adjust after your brain Even has been fucked the, that bad? The house MC, yeah. they're still <laughs> they're still fucked they're up. They're still going to be fucked up. Oh God, yeah, I don't want to get raped by chicks. So your jail. your mom had a lot of husbands. Mm-hmm. I can't like because I talk to people about you know like I'm always surprised by people's backgrounds and you know I found that my I didn't have that but that must I throughout when you were a little kid you had different stepdads. Starting when I was 12, so the perfect age to uh, to leave some damage. Yeah, like my dad was always awesome. Loved us yeah you know yeah uh never really responded to my brother which was weird and we didn't realize that till later on my brother's great jazz musician in chicago oh good yeah jason stein do you like jazz yeah i do yeah your apartment like i feel like you look like a jazz musician well i well i do uh i'll listen to it i understand it i have the grooves in my mind that receive it yeah i don't it's not a go-to thing for me especially not when i'm feeling all amped and cocky then i'm right i'm in acdc land oh yeah i could see i could i feel like your brain like is like coltrane yeah, like no, it'll do like, it. Uh, like, I can definitely jump on board. Like, yeah. I, I have a cousin who's like, you know, I find it, it makes me anxious. I'm like, no, you just got to jump in. Yeah. So he's that kind of musician? Yes. Like, free jazz. What kind, What instrument does he play? The bass clarinet. Wow, that's an interesting instrument. Oh, yeah. Weird not, choice. Not fun to... I feel like we there's so many similarities with comedy. Like, it was not fun being around to hear him learning it yeah you know it's not a he's amazing at it now he's like the best one in the country now but but like with stand-up you're like come see my show it's like we were both learning at the same time and we both sucked right but he's in the house (laughs) practicing you at least go outside right i would just do it right it would just be but he's like usually just in a room alone practicing sweating i made people watch yeah what a horrible Hey, let me drag you through my process yeah but no he like uh he's good my siblings and i are close that's great yeah but like, so 12 years old, new guy comes in. Um, okay, so mom leaves dad. Yeah. Has an affair with my best friend's dad. Oh, man. Breaks up their family. And uh, did I'm you in rem- school. We're trying to still be best friends. Like, we were best friends. It was crazy. It it's was weird because it always happens in the community. People forget that, like you know, when you when you stick your dick into something that's you know nearby, uh-huh. the ripple effect is going to be fairly profound. There are, yeah, like that. that vagina is going to be at a PTA yeah. meeting oh, with yeah. your wife next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It so it was, it, so the whole town was affected by it. Yeah, and mm. so she was like, you know, she was she Hester Brand. She, she was, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and maybe that's like sort of where it came from. Like I was like, well, I, yeah. I love my mom; she's yeah. my family. So yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah. And then years later, I was like, mom, how could you do that? <laughs> you know, but not till a while later. Did you say that to her? When I was when I was sixteen, I got angry. I was running away. I that's when I started really stealing a lot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was funny. I um. I played volleyball like pretty seriously. Right. I was on this club team and it was yeah. like uh, preliminaries for the Junior yeah. Olympics. And uh, my mom was a chaperone. We had to go to San Jose right. from New York to right. San Jose. And uh, I got caught stealing at this tournament. So I was benched the whole tournament. And yeah. she just like, so I'm standing there with my knee pads around my ankles. And my mom's just like standing there, there for the whole weekend, having to stare at me with hatred. But I could always stare right back at her and be like, yeah, but you ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have new dads. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she started um, dating. Yeah. And would be like, I'm in love with this guy. And I was like, I, um, I felt honored to be privy to such adult information right. like oh she trusts me but right. it was just because she she didn't have any friends well also in was it was because it was completely inappropriate to put that on your daughter totally. on some level like totally. boundaryless insanity yeah when i heard um paul shears yeah uh wtf with you i was like 
oh, oh, like, oh, that that, that kind of happened to him too. Yeah. yeah, it was like really uh, refreshing to hear about his abuse. Yeah, uh, no, but, by the new guy. Yeah, the new guy, and like the so the new guy would come in, and I was like a total cunt. I would be like, um, I'd be like, you know, my mom dates a lot. <laughs> I, seriously, yeah. Or I'd be like totally crazy and yeah. be like, can we? When can we start calling you dad? Yeah. Like just scare the shit out of these guys who like probably just wanted to have sex. These with my are mom. oh right, just the guys that would come over to pick her up. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't. Um, I was just like, I don't, I didn't approve of her taste. Like yeah. I was like, this guy isn't even hot, mom. Like, what are you doing? I, I just, yeah, I just thought she so uh, made it horrible for your mom to even have a date. Yeah, I did. Okay. And yeah. then I was like, whatever. I got, you know, I became really important to myself. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, well, when she goes on dates, I'll just have parties. So you think the stealing was just a direct reaction to fuck your mom up? Maybe. It's like I go to therapy and that that's sort of the path we're on in there right now. Oh, yeah. you're there? You're just oh, getting, yeah. you're getting into yeah, that? Yeah, we're getting into that. But, you know, it's like, what is that? It's like 45 minutes. So it's always like, well, we're going to get into this. Yeah, And always. then the session ends and I'm yeah. just like, when are we going to yeah. ever get into something? <laughs> Anything. <laughs> yeah, like, can we really do this? Is this a racket? Yes. So, well, that's all pretty exciting. So you ended, <laughs> so you ended up with a, a stepdad that was okay, though. Um. Oh, no, no, she's, she's single. Oh, but so we you, she married this guy, but kind of just so we could stay in the country. But he got deported because he was an Iranian uh, guy who was in the Israeli army. So they were like, after nine eleven, they were like, nobody's letting you marry anyone. You're not getting a green anything. How did she? How did he find your mother? Uh, he was a mechanic. He owned a an auto body shop, and she got her car fixed. And did she sleep with him? Yeah, yeah, they were oh. totally together. Oh, but they weren't like really like let's. I didn't know that they got married. Until I came home from from college one weekend, I was flipping through photos. Yeah, and I was like, "Why are you and Eddie standing with a judge?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, we got married," and I was like, "Oh, congratulations!" <laughs> and that was your third husband or second? Third. Oh, well, who was the yeah. second one? My dad. Oh, so there was one before you. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. My my brother's dad. He he died. He had a heart attack. Oh. Cocaine. Really? Yeah. Eighties. Yeah, he was like thirty three. Oh my god! First heart attack. Wow. Beware. Yeah. Cocaine. No hell of a drug. Yeah. It's back, right? It's the Coke is out there. I never like think about it and someone will offer it to me and I'm like, Oh my god, no. No. <laughs> is, did I'm we like, just Whoa. get into a time machine? Yeah. Blow. Uh I'm like, what are we celebrating? <laughs> so the Iranian guy, that's interesting. Yeah, but he's he got deported. He did? So, so he's yeah. back in Israel? He's back in Israel. He can't come back here. It, it was sad. Like I lo- I loved him. Yeah. Um and he was infuriating because he was like a crazy Persian. Persian Jew. Persian Jew. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think that that, that exists. exists. And it's there's real. a lot of them. And there, yeah. you grew up in where in Long Island? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them there. Are I there? mean, I think that like isn't one of those towns like Scarsdale or maybe not Scarsdale. That's that's not in the island. That's in Westchester. But like Great Neck or somewhere is a lot of Persian Jews. Oh yeah, Jews. for sure. It's a hotbed of Persian Jews. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. interesting how they grew some shady shit. Yeah, well, there's like, yeah, whenever you hear that, it's never a good thing. Yeah, you're yeah, never like, like, they're really giving back to the community. Well, even you're like, like the, they're running a drug ring. Right, even here, like, you know, oh, that's the Russian neighborhood. It's never like, oh, that sounds lovely. It's yeah. like, what's going on You're there? just like steer clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, and that's not racist. It's just that's what you think immediately. Yeah, like, it's just true. Is it? <laughs> I, I think it's true. Like, but my town on Long Island, uh, you know, it's like people are like, oh, Long Island Jew Fest. But my town had no Jew Which town it. was it? Rockville Center. Oh. 
It was one of it the was non- very re- Irish Catholic. Not one of the five towns. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, no. A lot of people forget that Long Island is not all about Jews. No, I like had no Jewish friends. Yeah, and they're, they're totally anti-Semitic. People are just like, we hate you. So it seems that like the last Comic Standing thing really, you were one of the few people that you know actually did it at the right time in your career for it to to get you the start that you needed, as opposed to you being like, I'm almost done. You know, oh thank, yeah. Thank God I had last Comic Standing, where no one know who who I was at all. Hopefully I can bank some money. Yeah. You know to 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 last me a little while. Like you, it seems like for you, it launched, you know, uh, a reasonable trajectory career wise. Like that show for me, like it doesn't really, you know, you never hear about it. Nobody remembers who won or anything. I did it at the perfect time. I was like two and a half years in and uh, like couldn't believe that I was going to be on television. I was and I had just filmed, you know, one of those uh, live at Gotham for Comedy Central and blacked out. I was so excited. Like I couldn't believe that I was doing a television taping of stand up. Right. And then the next day I had my audition for Last Comic. Oh, so you're hot you're on it. I was like r- crazy. You did it the day after the taping? The day after that's my fucking, live at Gotham taping. That's fucking perfect cuz you're all you're in it. I had but I had no even tiny sliver of hope that I was going to make it on the show cuz you know, comics don't watch that show uh, until you're like, oh, my friend's on there. Let's see what's going on. But I think at the, at the time you did it, if it had any integrity ever, mm-hmm. it was to sort of break, you know, new people and to be a legitimate sort of test of, of people who were, you know, starting out or maybe unheard yeah, of. Yeah, in retrospect, like, that's the interesting thing because yeah. everyone else had been doing it. The next guy after me was like 10 years, you know, like 10. These guys have been doing it 10, 20 years. Yeah, and they're unheard of. Like, I have nothing against it, but mm-hmm. it just became sort of a spectacle and, and oh, I don't totally. watch it and I don't like the idea that we're judged. But in terms of, for someone like you, like I got my first TV opportunities two or three years in, and right. they're like evening at the Improv and and um, and uh, you know Caroline's Comedy Hour and yeah. some other stuff, and and those didn't really make a big difference. They yeah, were just sort of practice. Weird. This was prime time, huge. Like my season, seven or eight million people watched yeah. every week, and I, I didn't know. Like I remember the first taping uh, for, of like the semifinals, there were yeah. going to be nine hundred people in the audience, mm. and I'm like, I cannot believe nine hundred people are gonna be in the crowd tonight and one of the producers <laughs> yeah. was like eight million people are gonna watch this and, like, and i what i couldn't even yeah. fathom what yeah. that meant Don't even process but it. i couldn't like i couldn't do that show now mm-hmm. you know like i was so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed the my sort of character on that show like my you know it's like a reality show and they cast me like okay she'll be like the young excited hopeful like that's yeah. really who i was right and I didn't think I was going to get on there because I did, I'd never seen it before. I didn't know it was a reality show. Like, right. you know, I thought, oh, the best comedians move right. on. Right. And I, I made it to the night showcase and I invited my mom. Just like, yeah. this will be fun. And you stand on those bleachers after and like they call the people who are going to L.A. And I was just humiliated because I was standing in between two of my favorite New York comics. Who? Um, Lori Kilmartin She's that great. year. Yeah. It was like Jay Okerson, Pete yeah, Dominic, yeah. Joe DeVito. Yeah. And so the two guys next to me got called up and I'm just standing there like, this is so embarrassing. Uh, and and they're also looking at me like, oh, why is she here? She's only been doing it two years. I mean, the, the, they were cool to me, but, uh, and they said my name and I was shocked. And then I went home and, looked at the cast the year before yeah and i was like oh oh it's a it's a reality show <laughs> you know like i'm the <laughs> yeah, so fun. but yeah. i went in like nothing to lose i've gotten there's no reason i should do well on this yeah. so i'll just say the stuff that i think is funny and and be honest yeah. and uh and you know like what but i was like what's the worst that could happen i'm not really racist i'm not gonna get drunk and say some racial slurs i'm yeah. not gonna sleep with somebody on the show you sure so are you sure of that yeah because you knew yeah because yeah. I, I was like yeah but i think that it seems to me that and maybe I'm wrong here, that because of that exposure at that point in your career, I think people are sort of rooting for you. 
Do rooting for me, that? but uh, yeah, I think so. Like they when were people like, come out, like I think you have the personality that people are like, that's that girl. They're not going to be. Right. Like we liked her yeah, on yeah. that show. Right. I uh, wonder if she, yeah. Right. So that's why now when I do uh, clubs on the weekend, like my poster, it's me wearing like a little dress with like a cigarette making a face like, fuck you. Yeah. Because I'm like, like, let them know that I, because I did, you know, dark shit when I was on that show. Right. Like my jokes on last comic were, were fucked up. They right. were dark, but uh. But still, people like just remember, like, oh, this is the nice girl yeah. from last comic. So I'm like, let them know the show that I do, because I don't want them to just come and be like, wait a minute, where's yeah. all the talk about shopping? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, you do. You go out of your way to say, you know, like, uh, this is going to get. I just like try to have them market me like that. Isn't that interesting that we all get into that at some point that we get associated with something that we're sort of like, you know, just make sure they understand. Yeah. Like for me, when when I did political talk radio, like it was just people literally like, well, we don't really go to comedy clubs, but we're here to support you. And I'm like, I kind of want, kind of want a comedy club audience. Yeah, we want, I want people who want to yeah. laugh, not just like want to see me do well. But yeah. but like last comic, the the year after I headlined. Yeah. Because, you know, they're like, people will come, and they did. And I got away with headlining. I can't imagine. Like, I never got a letter complaining. Right. But uh, I can't imagine what those shows were like. But uh, then I went back to, to featuring and, mm-hmm. like, learning how to do stand-up and being on the road, opening for Norton Natal yeah. and just whatever, doing a million shows, running around New York every night. Uh, and then just the past, you know, year and a half have started headlining big clubs and, and being proud of what I'm doing and not like, sorry. Well, no, it's, like, <laughs> you know? it's, it's impressive that you came up, you know, legitimately and you, you're a good joke writer and, and you, you know, you figured it out and Thank those you. guys uh, showed you some love. Those yeah. guys aren't easy to get. To... No, what a compliment just for them to be like, yeah. I want, I, like yeah. you're someone I could get a cup of coffee with. I'm or like, open your, sh- open their shows. Yeah. Trust me to, to and you uh, can manage those fucking hordes of uh... <laughs> their fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love, I love them. <laughs> I love them. I love those degenerates because <laughs> they know who they are. Like, and I, I, you know, I don't like pretend like I'm any classier yeah. than I am. Yeah. So when they're like, you know, do you, do they respect you? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they've been cool, and I, I do Opie and Anthony. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, they, yeah, they've been like really nice to me. And of course, somebody comes along once in a while. I'm sure you get this. Like, somebody will write on Twitter, like, "You, I hate you. You're fat. Everybody yeah. hates you." And then you look in their accounts, like, Two people. I say whatever," yeah. and then it's all just insults to people <laughs> yeah. that that you know. Yeah, always go back you, and check where it's you. coming from. I can't help it. I yeah. never look at who a compliment comes from. Oh, don't, don't. Oh, no, I'm yeah. not encouraging negative. No, 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 no. <laughs> negative comments. Well, they, I think it's that same weird. Like, compliments are good, and you're like, "Good, okay." There's a little, a little, little. Yeah, but I the that. jolt of somebody jabbing you, blood rush to the yeah, head. Yeah, you're like, Wah! maybe I am worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? But always track it. Oh, when am I gonna get over that? Some people will just make an account to shit on you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh God, they have I'm like one follower. Yeah. I, I want to get to the point where I don't ever feel that. You know, like well, let that chill. And I sometimes I'm in a mood where I, I'm like, I can read something and be like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, oh, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to stop doing this. Well, that's I need to go to dental school. Yeah, if they're good, they, they hit you where it hurts. Yeah. But you're doing great. And thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Mark. That's it. That's our show. That's Amy Schumer. Lovely. The lovely Amy Schumer. Splendid to talk to her. I'm going to be in Bloomington tonight, that's Thursday, the 3rd uh, through the 4th and the 5th. If you'd like to come to the Comedy Attic, I'll be there. Also, I just found out that Jerusalem Syndrome, my first book, is available on Kindle and Nook. Do that. I also want to thank Jerry for the uh, the, the lovely tart cookbook. 
And I want to thank Lawrence for all the Keith Richards records. I had no idea that they had that collection out. I'd like to thank Amanda for the whole wheat apple bread. And I'd like to thank Nicole for the lovely letter. And Meg sent me some prayer cards. Go to JustCoffee.coop. Get a little pow and shit your pants. WTF when? Kick me a little few shekels on the back end of that. Go to WTF pod for all your WTF pod needs. Get on that mailing list. And let me recap those deals that I said at the beginning. The WTF app is free for the month of March. Once you get it, you can upgrade it and get every past episode. Or you can get every past episode streaming on your desktop with the WTF Premium account. Go to WTFPod.com, click Get the Podcast, click No iTunes, it'll take you to that page. For individual episodes, go to WTFPodShop.com or search WTF Premium on iTunes. Okay? Awesome. Anything else? Punchline Magazine? Yep. All right. I gotta, I gotta go neti pot. Later. Later.